percent time? Maybe. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it goes. It's the E5. Mm-hmm. Break that down for us. Uh, Elegant Brave E3 Extravaganza. Ooh! Okay. I'm using a hyphenated Elegant Brave. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like that. It's time for E5 again. Elegant Brave <laughs> Electronics Gate Entertainment Expo Extravaganza. Oh, okay. that's not. Well, not I think you just keep E3 in the middle. Let people unpack that for themselves. Okay. Because it means something different to everyone. That's true. Should we? Um, God, so much happened at E3. Let's. Do you want to talk? Let's talk about a couple other things before we. Yeah, that's fair. Um, like, for example, that Jetman is coming out on DVD from our friends at the Shout Factory. I did see that. That's cool news. That is cool news. That's pre-Power Rangers Super Sentai. Mm -hmm. uh, it's yeah. the one right before G-Ranger. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm excited. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. I would like to to see it all i've seen like parts of it have you yeah i don't think i've From, seen any of it yeah i had like um i don't know what i've seen but i had a friend mm -hmm. who like had crappy yeah video of it and i was just like what is this because they have they're the ones with like the v's on their chest right that sounds right birds oh are they birds Oh, so I think, does it have kind of like a gotcha man sort yeah. of feel to it? That's cool. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they all have like, uh, like beaks are like the top part nice. of their visors and then they have V's on them. Oh man. And I've, yeah. It's probably very good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope. Yeah. I'm sure they couldn't be too close to gotcha man for, mm -hmm. you know, Tatsunoku. It would yeah. possibly sue them, but. Like, if it's close. Yeah, yeah they're, I mean, they're a bird sentai team. Yeah, yeah. They, I'm assuming with Jetman, they probably have jets. Uh, I shot out of a cannon. I really hope that their, uh, their nemesis is a hermaphrodite. Uh, we'll probably have to just wait and see. Yeah, spoilers for Gotcha Man. Yeah. Bergkatze is a transgender warrior get it yeah happy pride everyone fighting for the future yeah not, not related to that i just wanted to that was a few two days ago so that was kind of a quick that just a thing that's mm -hmm. related a little bit to us so i don't yes. know uh, i'm psyched I pride think is every day pride is every day yeah Jetman's um, coming out in like september i think yeah i've been not consuming too much new things. Okay. Because, uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed, our, our thread here has been a little infrequent, um, because the Barza Cave is perpetually under construction, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, the Barza Cave is also in the process of packing up and getting ready to, um, ascend to a, a higher, more air-conditioned place. Yeah. Um, so I haven't been doing too much. I've been just playing Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild's really uh, good. Yeah, I've I've just been kind of dicking around. Like I said previously, I 
did the second divine beast, so I've done um, nice. the elephant and the bird. Cool. cool, cool. Um, I wanted that jump to explore. Yeah, I think I did the bird last, and I was kind of bummed that I didn't have it earlier. Like the, I think that is the elephant. Is that the second life? Is that the extra yeah. life? Yeah, that mm-hmm. I think is really useful. Um, yeah. Even if I didn't pay attention to when it was up, usually it was always a nice surprise if I got myself into some trouble uh-huh. and it was like, oh, hey, I'm good. Like, yeah. So I've just been running around. I f- like, I think last time we talked, I was like, I met Kilton. Well, I finally bought some masks and been playing with those. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, I've just like, now that I've kind of caught up to where I was on the Wii U, I'm just like really just putzing around, which is really fun. I never, I had this giant glowing beam on my screen and I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. What is, what is this thing? It was a star piece. Oh. A star fragment that okay. crashed into Hyrule. Um, so that was really cool. But then I also saw like an asteroid hit. Like I kept, I thought it was oh. a shooting star. And then I was like, oh, go on, where's the beam? Uh-huh. And nothing ever showed up. And I couldn't figure out where it landed on a mountain. So I was like, well, shit. Um, but yeah, I just keep like peeling stuff back. And I've just been very much playing it like, cool, like I'm I'm Link and I have to save the world. But I mean, Zelda's been there for a hundred years and yeah, like... No one seems to be in too big of a rush, so... Yeah, that seems like a really good way to play it. Just the kind of, oh, I just live here now kind of approach. To be like, yeah, this is like where I go sometimes. Yeah, and I found a giant horse. Like, I'm just like walking around and, you know, living my best life. Yeah. What's the giant horse's name? I don't know. I uh, saw him from afar and he was in a herd of other horses. And I was just like, "Hello." I'm gonna um, I'm gonna recommend Kokuo, the King of okay. Horses. Yeah, I like that very much. I do. I have been trying to find the the perfect horse because I don't have one yet to uh, take up the mantle of Carrot, my horse oh. in the Wii U version. Nice. I really enjoyed Carrot's company. So mm-hmm. um, I never rode him around for any reason. I would just like get him out of the stable and then like run around the field and then put him back. I never used oh, it yeah. for like travel. Uh-huh. But I was like, look what we can do. Um, are you so? Yeah. Are you waiting for like a color scheme or just like a feel? A feel. Oh, okay. He was. He was like. He wasn't a fast one. He was just like a just a like one of those like patchwork first ones. ones yeah. That you get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, had a little pink nose. Um, but yeah, so I've just been playing that, and then I've just evolved into watching Polygon's Awful Squad okay. uh, PUBG content. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was bored one day, and I was just like, yeah, cool, let's just toss this on while I'm cleaning. And then um, they, were, they were doing zombie mode, so it was like four or five of them, and... Someone was like the spectator, so it was like moving around the map, and it was the custom games with zombies. Okay. And I was just like, okay, like whatever. But then they set parameters. I believe Griffin was the. Uh, yeah, Griffin was the spectator. Okay. So he was the one flying around. So, one, the cinematography was pretty cool. Just uh-huh. like the long shots. It was a fog map, there were zombies. But he had rules, so if, like, if you cursed, you had to drop your gun. It, you had to say thank you after every sentence. Um, but then 
somebody was talking like Ringo Starr and everyone else had to use an ASMR like voice. Okay. Um, which was very funny because like someone got ran over and they're like, oh, oh, how, how dare you? And like just was like uh-huh. super calm, but you could tell was just livid and trying so hard. You could hear it in their voice. It was like trembling. Like they just wanted to be like, come on. Yeah. Um, but that's been like really nice kind of like background stuff. Yeah, that sounds fun. Um, yeah, just because it, it's, I wasn't like PUBG's like fine to watch, but it's everything else that they're. It's like the right. the parameters that they're building that's making it interesting. One, they were like doing Jeopardy questions. Okay. And if you got it wrong, you either dropped your gun, you had to get out of a car. Um, huh. And they and they call the zone, which is the blue like wall that comes crashing in on you, Joshua. So they'll be like, Josh is here. We gotta go. Ah. Huh. Um, yeah, I so never, that's been fun. I never watched any of that just because it was PUBG. Yeah. But there's some good. Yeah, it sounds all right. Yeah, it's uh I I can pretty much watch any game as long like I love Hitman. I think where I enjoy watching Hitman the most is when people are setting up parameters for themselves yeah. or like okay. Tenchu. Right. So I think it's just like my cup of tea. Um but then there's oftentimes it has the McElroy brothers like all three of them um and that's a that's a seller for me yeah i guess when i would see it i i knew that they had like parameters that they were playing by but i thought Mm -hmm. they were just playing a regular battle royale like 100 person map and they were just goofing off like i didn't realize you could do i didn't realize you did private matches and could set your own yep like world or whatever so yeah they cool. could do that and it was it's funny um i think it was in the asmr match they like they have like if you hit what is it q and e you can wiggle because you're leaning okay yeah side to side um so they've like in all these streams they've established like the wiggle and um a zombie runs up i believe on simone and she just turns and pops him in the face and she's like oh my god i'm so sorry i saw you were wiggling i knew it was a sign of friendship i i was you you scared me and i shot you and i'm sorry and thank you like um but yeah it's been uh it's been fun because it's all like polygon uh viewers who are the zombies oh okay cool so they're, they're like opting into this lobby so um, you have people who are like, I'm going to go get Justin or I'm going to like, I don't know, I'm just going to dick around on the 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 perimeter of the map that's safe and then I'll like sneak up on it. Like, or there's those people who are just like in a field wiggling. Uh-huh. Um, there was like one match, there was someone who somehow was a human and not a zombie. Uh-huh. And so Griffin was like, hey, like I'm going to boot them if they try to do anything silly. Uh-huh. And they ended up like finding a really great gun, jumping in a car and driving it to the squad, dropping it and then like driving off. <laughs> and I was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, those have been like really fun. Yeah, that sounds like, fun. Like awkward um, emergent storytelling, mm-hmm. perhaps. Uh, I'll check it out because I like the Polygon crew. Um, yeah. I don't remember the guy's name who I like the most, but you probably know who he is. Uh, Pat Gill. Yeah. Or Chris Plant or Russ. It's it's not Russ. Whatever his name I, is. I like Russ. Um, I don't know that I've seen him on camera very much, though. 
I don't um, know what he looks like either, the, but he's often the the cameraman for the PUBG videos. Yeah, so. the the other guys I see a lot on, um, you know, they do the tabletop one. Mm-hmm. They did that really fun one against whatever their parent company has, like a version of Deadspin that's like a sports related vertical yeah. and i don't remember what it's called because i don't check oh, it yeah, yeah. but they did like a uh, winter games challenge against them yeah. one-on-one that was really fun and then of course gita jackson works for him so that's that puts him kind of over the top on most she's cases. not kotaku uh, she also works for kotaku oh I, well shit. I, I think she does some of both because i've definitely seen her you know maybe she moved at some point, that and I'm just be. seeing old videos with her at Polygon, but um, she's on some of those Polygon videos, so. I think I don't know if she does mostly freelance, in which case she'd be able to work with both. Yeah. You know, so. I know she does, like, Kotaku like, weekly videos mm-hmm. with what's his face? With the fuzzy hair. That's his name. Yep, fuzzy um, hair. But, uh, yeah, and then speaking of Gita, we have Danica leaving waypoint yeah that's weird but i yeah i'm interested to see what she ends up doing it's weird to me just because it's in la and it's like less than a week after e3 and i'm like man is this a long-term thing that they've kept under wraps or did this happen over the course of a weekend where somebody's like hey you want a job we'll pay you an obscene amount to move out immediately yeah because that's a that's a big change up in yeah. your whole life and she's she's my favorite because oh, she yeah. loves her twitter feed oftentimes is just like kiryu and she's mm-hmm. just like look at those lips yeah of... <laughs> and she's like a little creepy but uh she really likes yakuza yeah so. exactly she's my yakuza bud yeah maybe that's it maybe she's going out there to work for sega get it <laughs> i don't know if sega has an office in la or not i don't know they have one in san francisco yeah I don't know. Maybe. I don't know either. Yeah. How um, how should I be expected to keep up? I'm merely a humble Super Sentai viewer. Yeah. Like. I don't know. That's cool. So, um, Zelda Watch and it. Zelda and Awful Squad. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Oh, oh, and I started playing a little bit of destiny on the pc oh destiny part two yes destiny part the two. second part of the destiny saga mm-hmm. 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 headshots are very easy oh yeah um, yeah but yeah do you are, you, are you liking it with mouse and keyboard better uh i haven't played that much i'm like okay still in the beginning part i was just like oh yep this is this thing cool. um but uh, I got it in the Humble Bundle, and then I ended up getting the expansions for, like, 15 or 20 bucks because of a Humble sale. So I was just like, yeah, like, I'll get the whole game for 30 bucks. Cool. Great. Um, but, yeah, I figured to play with my old crew again, that would be nice because um, I'm excited to see what the, ch- like, the implementation of the changes for the expansion for the fall, for the Forsaken. Mm-hmm. Um it looks like it's going back to like the the framework that i really enjoyed in like destiny part one so cool yeah yeah it sink its teeth in me and then i'm hooked and 
here we are. I have uh, installed but not started because I'm playing other stuff, which we'll get to. But I've I have installed a first person shooter of oh? my own. Yes, which is uh, Metro Redux. Oh, um, I, cool. I on uh, Gog was having a good sale, and so I picked up the new the the redos of that of yeah. 2033 and Last Light. Uh, to play through before the new one comes out. So I never got very it's... far in either of those. So I'm I'm really interested to kind of see how those go. Cool. I think I have them on my 360. Oh, okay. Maybe. Okay. I think I got them like with a Games with Gold, and I was just like, yeah, sure, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember them popping up on some stuff, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I couldn't remember if it was that or like uh, PlayStation. Like yeah. the whatever that's called ps plus yeah yeah so that thing so looking forward to playing those i've been busy with other things mm-hmm. other games so yeah yeah Why? um let's go with a very small amount of battle tech again there's a huge like I'd say total conversion. It's not a total conversion in that it's still Battletech and it's still mechs. Like, they haven't changed anything um, as far as the visuals or anything or the feel of the world goes. But it's it's a total conversion in every other way. Like, they've added, like, 100 new mechs. They opened up and added stuff to the complete map. They got rid of the campaign. So it's basically okay. just open universe battle tech with a bunch of like sort of upgrades and little fixes and things that i modded in and uh that's called rogue tech if anybody out there plays battle tech and wants to check out i like that and it looks it, it like it's huge like it's really great um i started playing it and hit a bug because i had my graphics settings at a weird spot and haven't played it since just because okay. I was like, okay, well, I'm a little frustrated by that, and I've had other things also on the plate, right. but I wanted to mention Rogue Tech because it's a cool, gigantic mod that came out, what, about two months after the game? Something cool. like that? So the work that the community is already doing with that game is very impressive, and uh, I don't expect that it'll slow down any. It looks like, uh, even if even if harebrained takes a while to get up to speed supporting it it seems like other people are out there doing the good work um so and and yeah maybe maybe some of that gets folded back into the main game let's see i've also been playing so e3 right Mm -hmm. we have we have bioware making a game that's not like bioware games we have bethesda making a fallout that's not like fallout games so i was like well what game is Bioware making a Bioware game and a Fallout game that's a real Fallout game. So I installed New Vegas and okay. a bunch of mods and am playing an upgraded, like, you know, the the nicest version of New Vegas that I could find mm-hmm. for myself and, and create without spending, you know, multiple days juggling the sure. mods. It, it took me the better part of a morning just to get it where yeah. I wanted as far as the executable and stuff, but uh, but yeah, starting a new game of New Vegas and trying to cool. trying to pay attention to storyline and stuff this time, which I've never really done in that game. That's always been 
I'm not sure if it was just the time it came out or what, but that's always been a game where I've just ignored what I'm supposed to be doing mm-hmm. and just started wandering and kind of finding my own way. Yeah. So now I'm paying attention to the story, trying to play it like you're supposed to cool. play a Fallout game, I guess. I don't know. Um, I mean, I haven't really played a Fallout game. I have a few of them. Like, there's uh, there's a path. But I just play the... I just, like... I don't know. There's a path in, like, Morrowind and mm-hmm. Skyrim, yeah. too. But yeah. Morrowind, I've never really left that first town because I just harassed <laughs> the townsfolk and had yeah. a blast there. Yeah. Yeah, no, the, there's always a path in those Bethesda games. And I... The thing I like about them is you can ignore them if you want to, but mm-hmm. but also, you know, it's kind of fun sometimes just to see what they've created for it, so. Um, uh, hold on. Okay. I, th- I just mentioned Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's a game that came out last year um, on the well, Nintendo there... Switch. Yes. Uh, but, so there's... Yeah. Chris Martinet is Parthenax, which is the dragon on top of the mountain. Oh, yeah. He voices him. Okay. Like, how stupid is that? Yeah. I, I you know, I would have never put it together because he doesn't sound like no. Mario. No. Like, it'd be fun if he did, but it would be a little jarring after all that. Yeah, I heard it on some podcast, but... I don't know which one, but yeah, they were talking about Mario Mm -hmm. and the voice and then Charles Martinet. Yeah, if he was like teaching you how to do dragon magic with... Yeah. I don't remember exactly all he did. I know that he called up the big menace, like the the final, final boss, you know, for you to fight or whatever, but I don't remember exactly how that went. I just, all I know, all I remember is being like, He's like, well, you should probably kill me. I'm a dragon. And I was like, no, you're so nice. And then there was just, like, two dragons fighting in the sky, and I just, like, watched. And I was like, okay, bye. (laughs) And I, like, ran away. Yeah. I was like, this isn't going anywhere anytime soon. But, uh, yeah, sorry to derail that. I just needed to share that Mario's voice. We're moving on. Um, We could talk. uh, Let's talk about that new Fallout since we're there. Yeah. Like yeah. Fallout seventy six, yeah. What? What's the yeah. what's the feeling around around your okay. parts around okay. your neck so, of the woods? Overall, I um, out of all of the conferences, I was most impressed by Bethesda. Okay, because they just seem uh, as far as like uh, composition of conference and the stuff that they brought to the table. Okay. Um, Quick aside, did you watch Devolvers? I have not yet, just because I gotta be in the right headspace for that. It continues the storyline. Oh, God. It has has an overarching storyline from last year that presumably is going to continue into next year, because they set up up some things for the sequel. Okay. I just know that they... Like, last year was very much last minute where they're like, oh, shit, we have to do this thing, and they made this weird thing, and oh, great. Yeah. Um, so, Fallout 76. Um, I'm very excited. I'm 
excited. Okay. Uh, I'm interested. Were you excited right off the bat? See, because immediately my response was, okay, this isn't for me. It's a survival online game. Like, I don't care about Rust. Right. Like, the things I, I to go back, the, the things I like about Bethesda games are the ways that you can kind of break the game to your own mm-hmm. desires or specifications for a playthrough. Like, you can do right. the Danny O'Dwyer naked and gunless runs you can do the max out luck runs and just wade into the middle of people and see what happens you know and and these are all things that unbalance the game in a way that on in an online big multiplayer game they're going to patch out if they get through Mm -hmm. it all because they're unbalanced and you don't want an online game where there's a critical path where everybody's like where the meta is stupid yeah um so I guess I was excited with the, with the teaser because they allude to Vault 76 and you're like, okay, these are like Vault Tech employees and you're going out into the world. So I was like, cool, I don't know what this means. It sounds like more inventory management or like uh, space management, whether it's like, okay, I actually need to yeah. build a shelter. I need to have crops. of Like there's uh-huh. just something that I need to manage. Right. Um, so I was just like, okay, like this is cool. Like you're rewinding time to right after the war and so i'm like okay this is cool it's a different fallout world um because everything has evolved or devolved since then um that we've seen so i was like okay cool and then in the the announcement i was like okay what no and then i was like man if i could like run around though with like keenan and kelsey and like see like west virginia i'm like this is pretty cool because like there's times in, like, Skyrim or other games where I'm like, man, like, this would be really cool to, like, knock over this, like, shopkeep and steal their pants, you uh-huh. know, with someone else. Yeah. Um, but I, they said that you could play it, like, solely on your own, too, so I'm guess. Well, you can't, I you am... can't play it offline. Yeah. So you're gonna but be wonder... in with other players, but you don't have to group up. Right. Is what people are taking that to mean. So, yeah, I'm interested to see what it looks like, like, how servers are managed. Mm-hmm. Like, could it be like Ark, where it's like, cool, well, I have this Xbox One here, or this PC that's just, like, the server for my friends and I. They um, they did come out after, like, the next day. They came out, mm-hmm. and Todd Howard said, yes, they're going to have private servers where you can make your own rules, you can mod it how you want do things like the first thing I do in those yeah. kinds of games is turn off encumbrance because I sure. don't want to manage what I'm picking up. And so he said, yeah, they're going to do that, but it's going to be post launch. Like it's, it's not going to be out yeah. with the game. Um, and, and that to me was the thing that turned it around to where it's like, okay, maybe yeah. I'll check it out to, yeah, I'll definitely buy this because if we can set up a private server and just yeah, have that, people I find that the most or, interesting. Yeah. Um, just because it's like, cool, I can still play the way I want to with mm-hmm. people I want to play with. But there is something I would be interested, I guess, not to, like... I probably wouldn't play the game all that much. But, like, as, like... Saying it's a social experiment right. sounds bad. Yeah. But, like, I'd be interested to see, you know, how people play that, though. But I guess I could always just, like, watch the game. But I really love games that, like, have tension, mm-hmm. like... Hitman doesn't ratchet up tension so much, but like PUBG or like Tenchu, mostly Tenchu is just 
not great control, so I'm, like, falling. I'm uh-huh. like, oh, God. Um, but, yeah, like, I think it would be cool to see people, like, I know how, like, Kelsey plays Fallout. Uh-huh. And to see her in an online scenario and if she sees another player, like, you know, what is your gut reaction? Do you attack them? Mm-hmm. Or do you wait to see, like, what that first contact is? Um, so, yeah, I think it's I think it's cool. Um, I, think, I think I think having I think that, it's smart. Yeah, I think having that as an option that I can dabble with is nice yeah. but i don't want that to be the game i also don't no. know what they'll do with vats um and because the shooting in most of those fallout games is absolute garbage i use vats a lot yeah because it otherwise it's just clunky and you know you have mm-hmm. to like you have to change the controller the mouse sensitivity to get the shooting right in a way that makes everything else in the game more difficult or not not as good or immersive or whatever um also the base building and management and stuff uh, all that stuff in fallout 4 i did not like like i've played a lot of fallout 4 i've done very little of that because i just didn't enjoy it like if there was a spot where i had to do something for you know, for a quest line and build a place up, mm-hmm. I would do it, but I would do it in the most slapdash kind of bare minimum way because to even try to like get it through and get it right, I just never got right. over the interface. And I was like, well, this, this sucks. I'm just going to slap up like half a dozen turrets in one spot and let, and funnel everything toward the, you know, like that kind of yeah. thing. But, uh, so I don't know. I didn't, I don't know if they'll improve any of that hopefully they can to some extent but mm-hmm. yeah but i don't like that stuff in fallout so yeah and i just want to explore i like that they yeah. are pulling from like west virginia cryptozoology like Heck potentially yeah. like mothman Heck or... yeah. so that's what i'm like Ooh, yes play with folklore yep i'm very excited for that did you watch the um danny O'Dwyer did a no clip on Fallout 76 where he was actually at the studio for a couple months before before E3. I haven't watched it so yet. He, I actually have it pulled up on my computer. Yeah, he had a lot of interviews with the team and things that goes uh, pretty deep into that kind of stuff. Uh, I cool. thought it was pretty interesting. I also <laughs> thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah, this, this game's going to have nuclear silos that you can collaborate to get the launch codes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the most obvious is launch it at people, but they've tried, at least according to the developers, they've tried to incentivize shooting it at unpopulated areas instead, because what happens then is basically those levels or those areas kind of level up and everything there gets weirder and stronger and the drops yeah. get better for a while. So you can kind of use it as a community like hey, we're going to boost this spot. Everybody go there and check the shit out for a while. Cool. Which I thought sounded pretty neat. Yeah. Like, just as an, as an idea in one of those games to be able to mm-hmm. sort of artificially... Especially for, like... Boost an area. Uh, like a Fallout, not like the franchise Fallout, but a post-apocalyptic nuclear wasteland to be like, well, I need to grind some stuff. Why not boost this level mm-hmm. and make it weirder because it plays into that lore so well. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's super smart. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, 
most of the Fallout games, um, nuclear weapons are bad, so it's going to be weird to be in one where you're, right. you're trying to launch more. Like, you're actively like, oh yeah, let's just let's just nuke everywhere. Yeah. Like, that's what makes it fun. Where's that Mothman? That's what makes it fun. So, yeah. Yeah. So, that might be jarring, but otherwise, mm-hmm. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully it's fun. And hopefully they get those private servers out the door yeah early because that's what i'm into yeah yeah because a big multiplayer fallout or skyrim with strangers does not really interest me that much but a two to four player yeah same basically same thing yeah after the that you you can mod and like i say hopefully just turn off the goddamn encumbrance because i don't want to sit there i just don't want to sit there while i'm looting and think about what do I pick up? Right. Like it just, I don't mind the game being slow paced and things, but that to me stops it too often in a game right. that you're already able to spend hundreds of hours in. Like why, yeah. why bog that down more? So. Right. I, uh, like, oh God, my brain. like unless you're going to go all the way and make it a hard survival game, which you can also, you right. can, you can mod it the other way. And make it really tough so that, you know, your wounds don't heal as fast mm-hmm. and, and your carrying capacity's really nerfed and stuff like that, but... Yeah, it was actually after this announcement where I was like, oh, um, my computer's right here. I was like, let me... I was like, it made me think of Elder Scrolls, because I know mm-hmm. they've done so much and that the support there is, like, really thriving there. There's a huge oh, no. community, and I was just yeah. like, oh, yeah. I was like, let me, uh, let me, uh, let me, uh-huh. uh get back in here uh-huh. and then i looked at how large the download was yep. again and then i looked at how much space i have on my computer uh-huh. and then i was like yeah no fuck that <laughs> um yeah and then I, and then i was sitting here i was like well i really don't have like i have so much software that i'm like well okay i could uninstall these games but well uh, i don't know uh-huh. and then i was like i should just get an external and i need to get one for my playstation 4 yeah Probably for my Xbox One. I'm just going to have consoles and things with hard drive appendages shooting out. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a bit of a downside of external hard drives being so cheap and easy to use compared to putting a new one in there is you just yeah. slap it on there and you end up with just boxes on top of boxes. Yeah, um, I think I, could, I have another slot in my PC that I could put one in there. Uh-huh. But... Yeah. But yeah. why? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't. I. Uh, I mean, unless uh, you're gonna, unless you're gonna put like an SSD in, in yeah. which case I would probably go internal with that. But mm-hmm. that's the only. Yeah, I figure just having a giant external that's just like Elder Scrolls Online or WoW or that's just an example, but a large game that I'm just like, cool, you can just live here now. Yeah. I don't have to deal with you. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Hitman 2, November 2018. Yeah, cool. Uh, Hitman 2. Any any interest in ordering early for the sniper mission? Because I uh, immediately thought of the sniper mission in the, like, in the expansion or whatever for the mm-hmm. last Hitman game. They had, like, the extra campaign and it had a sniper mission in Colorado, and I hated it. 
Yeah. Did Did you ever play that? No. Okay. I also I pr- I probably will pre order it though once it gets closer because um, discounts and yeah, I so, I I want it. Yeah, me too. Um. So so I think I'll just do that for convenience and if it's there, cool, whatever. But that's not the incentive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, dressing up as a flamingo man in Miami is an incentive. For sure. For sure. Uh, also, I think that race is like a Formula E thing. I think they're supposed to be like high-tech electric cars or some shit. Yes. Like, I'm super yes. psyched. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I'm so excited for IO Interactive to have a new Hitman out so soon. Yeah. And it's not episodic. And it's, and... And it's just their thing. So you know that, like, yeah. you know. Who's publishing it? I don't know. I, th- I think they might be, but I guess I'd have to find out. Let's look. Yeah. Check it out. But um, I will take any um, opportunity to be Agent 47. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty psyched. Uh, it, it looks like it's pretty much just the same thing. Some people who had hands-on time with it were like, yeah, it's basically Hitman. More of that. I'm like, yeah. I'm totally cool with four or five new nice big areas to try to to try to solve figure out everything that's going on i think it is just io and i'm sure that they'll uh i'm sure that they'll also Mm -hmm. lean in i I think they were mentioning on like one of the podcasts or something that they were going to lean in harder to like the um elusive targets and things like that because it sounded like those worked really well for keeping mm-hmm. people engaged with the game and sort of keep giving it a, a longer lifespan uh, which is that good for, it, like, for ratchets up the difficulty too yeah so. yeah but it's it's a good way for a single player game that you're playing you know that you can play offline if you want to but it's a good way to keep people hooked into their kind of ecosystem if they want to release a little bit of DLC or cosmetics or anything like that. It sort of keeps you checking back into their servers on a regular basis and seeing that stuff. But also you're just getting all that content essentially worked in for free. No, right. no extra charge anyway. So Looks like Warner Brother Games might be the publisher. Okay. I don't know. There's the Sniper Assassin. As long as, as, which is... as, long as they don't do the PC QA part of it then yeah. uh, then i'm all for it but yeah yeah um after the sniper assassins mode there's the executive pack which you get the uh ica 19 black baller pistol uh, and an italian black leather briefcase okay. which um the briefcase is kind of a selling point yeah i wonder what you'd use the briefcase for but and then there's like oh you could early access for the main game get it four days early collectors oh you can get a concussive rubber duck cool i wish this wasn't like in-game content but like cool i pre-ordered this game now i have a briefcase and a rubber ducky i wonder if there's a collector's edition on consoles forthcoming i haven't heard anything Um, about it but one presumes because i think they were giving out rubber duck swag at e3 if i remember collector's pack concussive rubber duck and a midnight black suit and then uh there's the gun case replica and collectibles exclusive steel case bullet key ring rubber duck and a signature coin signature coin nice which i love me some coins (laughs) for sure yeah coins coins make it all worthwhile 
Yeah. Like, if you're going to play Mario, for example. You need some you coins. You get those coins. Yeah. I don't, Hitman's good. It, I, yeah. That, that game was really good. Mm-hmm. I could probably go back and play some Hitman now. I, yeah. I kind of saturated myself with it. Yeah. To the point where I knew most of those maps well enough that playing playing for the most part was a chore because I just wanted to do one specific thing and getting through the rest of the map was just like mm-hmm. stuff in my way that I knew how to yeah. get past. It was just going to take up time. And so right. so as, I, as my playtime with Hitman was finishing up, I just found myself increasingly impatient with the game to get to the part that I sure. wanted, but that was only because I had spent so much time watching all those little clockwork people wander around and doing the mm-hmm. uh, doing the escalations and things to where I was like, okay, yeah. I can I can get in and out of most issues here. So I just I have a knack for breaking people's patterns. Yeah. So and they don't go back. I mean, if you dress up so. like a clown and make a murder closet, I I recommend that, but. Sure. I have not done that. I haven't because I really don't like the clown costume. It makes me very uncomfortable. But uh Well you are the clown. Um Yeah. I also we you mentioned Bioware before. Oh yeah. Uh oh yeah. The Anthem thing. Uh I was like, Anthem this these are my two cents. Anthem looked really cool and then I saw the font choice for the numbers to fly off of the enemies when you shoot them. Okay. And the numbers are the font choice isn't my favorite, but like that's Whatever. What about but it's large? What about and then when, when the, you do combos? Yeah, it says combo. Combo. That's what I was combo. 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 I like yeah, that. Um, I think that's a good I choice. I hate it. Oh, really? It's all over. That lets I, you I know that you're doing a combo. Yeah, but I would rather not see it and have like the Sunday, Sunday, Sunday voice come over and have oh, a monster truck shoot across. Like the a killer instinct. Oh, yeah. he could different have different names for how many combo like he could do the Kukuka King combo like that yeah. kind of thing yeah 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 Hyper I'd combo. prefer that just because it obscures like three a third of your screen yeah so I don't know um I've I off just knee jerk that game I'm like EA Destiny want to be like this mm-hmm. game's going to be a piece of shit i want nothing to do with this game it looks stupid and but people who have actually played it the way they talk about it it sounds like something yeah. i might be into actually yeah like it sounds like the mobility flying around now mm-hmm. it, it all hinges on how they make the levels and the mission yeah, design totally. how much you're able to actually use this stuff and how yeah. you know how much you're grounded for lack of a better term but mm-hmm. like okay. if they can if they can nail like giving you big areas to play around in and giving you enough space and time that you can have fun right. just traversing the areas and and doing your thing at your pace then mm-hmm. it might be a thing that i really like so yeah i haven't ruled it out yet there's there's nothing that's pulling me towards it. I just want to see a little bit more gameplay. Yeah. Um, My only problem yeah. is I don't have PS Plus anymore, so it's kind of a PC only proposition mm-hmm. for me. And that seems like a game that I would maybe want on a console, although it'll look better on the PC, so who knows? Like, yeah. Like maybe that's the better way to go is just to put Origin on my computer. I've 
I've been trying to get away from the mindset of Steam being the only thing that I play games on on my computer. Yeah. I think that that's probably long term not a good idea. So I'm trying to like, you know, I'm, I'm using GOG and I'm using other sort of managers, but yeah, but I I would not be as dead set against putting Origin on my PC now. I have Origin for uh, some fucking Sims Four action. Oh yeah, yep, yep. Still don't understand the stims, still haven't played it, but uh, there's a sim version of me out there, and I hate it. Yeah? Yes. Well, who's... Also, my hair changes every outfit who is sure. Who is that sim version of you hooking up with? Because that's going to really be the thing that... Um, so I... That's what always makes a sims game, so... So I... Um, so this was my fear. I was like, I don't want to be in a sims game, like... I was like, make people we know, like, celebrities, like, I loved the Giant Bomb crew stuff, uh-huh. so I was like, pull, like, those profiles are out there, oh, pull yeah. those. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was like, I, I was like, we can't be in a game, like, that's weird. I don't like it. Uh-huh. And so, right now, we live together, but I don't know if we're involved. Uh-huh. And I'm terrified that somebody will meet, like, a fancy astronaut or something, oh, yeah. and I'm gonna be like uh really lame uh, but our dogs look great oh nice oh cool the dogs look really good yeah uh was that a yeah. that was the a dlc pack the pets or do you yes, just I got, okay i got pets i was um, saying, i didn't think you had I think that I did. in the base game so yeah so um yeah we got some doggos but yeah my fear is uh virtual us would not be together um and that gives me some level of anxiety that i don't know if i want to like unpack yeah yeah i mean virtually you will probably end up together because sims will like sleep with anybody basically but you just have to know that anybody else you put in your game is also like open season both directions so yeah yeah and i'm like my character i I didn't make my person Uh um somebody did who's gonna remain nameless Mm -hmm. because i'm a little mad about it but i have like a super big identity crisis Uh uh-huh and they look great like their outfits i'm like oh yeah that's super you like that's awesome Uh and i'm like i don't know i have short hair i have long hair look at me in my b-ball shorts and granted i'm wearing them now Uh because uh pajamas but I don't wear that out. I don't know. So I'm just like, you don't even know me. So it's just a big old crisis on my front. Um, But yeah, I kind of like the whole like giant bomb group out there. Because one, Abby Russell made, uh, can articulate a sim face. Yeah, they looked really good. I didn't watch that series, but. um, Oh, it's pretty good. When I saw them, they looked pretty good. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's my Sims update. Cool. From afar. Uh, I'm very excited for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Are you really? Okay. Now, yes, I, I'm very excited. You guys did not... Did you pick up Origin? I have not yet. I really, I want to play that one, too. I just... I mean, I've been real busy. Yeah. Are you, um, you going to try to do that before Odyssey? Or are you yes, just going to go straight I d- in? I think I will. I like to play things in some form of sequence. I'm well, trying to get away from the, it, though. That would be the backwards sequence, because Odyssey happens before. Does it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well. Pretty sure? I don't know. Pretty but, uh, sure. I'm pretty sure Bayek's story much... takes place after Oh. Uh, the, the I'll do some research. So, yeah. um, but you get to play as a lady, which I'm like, mm-hmm. cool. 
like I'm finding so so with me playing games I usually picked dudes because they just looked cooler and their armor actually covered their bodies in games versus like tits out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I didn't know I for some reason as a young girl I did not I always identify with the tits out person weird so like in wow I played mostly dude characters and then also like sometimes it's just easier to play as a dude because of like if it's an online game you're less likely to yeah. get harassed um so when like i guess in the past few you few, few, the past few years when like more like aloy and like other characters have come uh-huh. out i've just been like okay cool like this is cool yeah and now when i'm like presented with the choice like i've i'm not I don't know. Like, I didn't ever identify with Arnold Schwarzenegger, but, like, he's cool, right? Okay. But now that, like, Laura Croft isn't, like, tits out, I'm like, she's cool. So I'm just, like, going through, like, a little, like, little renaissance of, like, uh-huh. I could be whoever now. Right. Uh, even though the option has been there. It's, like, the option may have been there, but it wasn't viable for yeah. me. Like, it's not someone that I, like, I don't want to look at this person. Like, okay. this isn't... Like, this character wasn't made for me, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, yeah. No, that does so make sense. So, the Odyssey lady, I'm like, she looks cool. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the guy looks like generic AF. Yeah. Warrior man. Um, but I was like, okay, this is cool. Like, I love Greek architecture. And they have, like, the paint. Like, when they talked about, like, the art style, I was just like, yes. Yeah. Because um, in grad school, I took a Greek sculpture and art uh, architecture course. And I loved it. Um so I was just like super jazzed about the setting and then uh, I'm gonna I don't have it memorized unfortunately but the lady in a cutscene you one you can have relationships and the lady was talking to a lady so heck yeah I'm into that mm-hmm. and she makes some comment of like I would hate to meet Hades before tasting those lips and I was like yeah get it yeah, nice. well yeah, I mean so, all, the, um, all the dudes were hooking up with each other so yeah, that, yeah. you know seems only yeah. fair yeah, so um, that pretty much uh, sealed the deal for me, is that pickup line. <laughs> uh-huh. I was just like, oh, okay. And then ship battles, which okay. look very cool, yeah. but I'm also terrified of water in games, in real life. What about water if when... it's on fire? Um, well... That is extra it's, scary. It's extra scary because then there's like a shark underneath mm-hmm. the water that could be on fire. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a, I love the game Blood Dragon, but there's like cybernetic sharks, and oh boy, was that a, a chore. <laughs> that was the fun part. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I wish, I don't know if I played it on stream, because it was just me like walking back and forth up to the edge of the water to jump in, and I was like, I can't do it. Um, That's cool. So yeah. I, I want to play Origins also. We should try to line that up so we're playing that around the same time. Yeah. I'm not sure how we do that, but I... I I thought about buying it. It was on sale. I was just buying other games and like playing Fair. other games. So I was like, I, even if I got it, I don't have the time to sync right now. So right, because I'm I, yeah. I feel like this E3 had like a lot of like games, like games that I was interested in. Yeah, it. But nothing that like blew my pants off and i was like oh my god but like a lot of stuff where i'm just like yes bring okay. it mm-hmm. go on do we just skip ahead to the to the best of show type of thing or do you want to just list a few and talk about a yeah few? we can we can 
um, well, you told me to check out Sable, and Sable looks super cool. Sable looks rad. Uh, The soundtrack is by Japanese Breakfast, so very exciting there. Um, Um, That other game, Tunic, which is, uh, if you search, I guess, Zelda Like a Fox, Uh that looks uh, very charming. It does look cool. It does look Um, cool. And it's isometric, which, I don't know, that could be fun. Yeah. Yeah. don't starve has a new dlc coming out called called that. hamlet that's set in a village of pigmen that sounds like ripe for satire yeah old hamlet so uh so i yeah so i picked up the shipwrecked shipwreck dlc of don't starve oh, cool. which i didn't have before that was like a couple bucks on a sale so i was like Sweet. i will play some don't starve in anticipation of some new stuff because I haven't checked that game out in a long time, but I like it a lot, so mm-hmm. it'll be fun. Um, Smash Bros. Smash Bros. Sure, there was like a I... seven-hour stream that oh listed God, every yes. character and all their moves. Yeah, like... I'm. I'm excited for it. I'm not like a super big Smash person. Uh-huh. Um, I always get them. I play them. I get all the characters, but it's not like I'm not. Comp- competitive with mm-hmm. it like it's like hey keenan you want to sit on the couch let's do like 99 lives and let's beat the crap out of ganondorf right like right yeah that's what i enjoy like doing like making custom team battles just with me and someone on a team and then against ai yeah um so I th- that's probably lame but uh no i there's think like that's... 60 some characters and i'm into it i think that's so. what i'm going to be doing with this game i've never really gotten into a smash bros as you could probably tell by like the one or two times we played Smash Bros, and I was like, "What the hell do you do?" Like, yeah, but you got like, you're like, "Oh, that was cool." He went off the screen. Was, I'm like, "Yeah, dude." I was like, "So I'm a fight. It's a fighting game, but you can't run off the edge, so be careful." But like, yeah, yeah. But I think with the amount that we're playing Switch stuff co-op, mm-hmm. to be able to do that is probably going to make that game worthwhile for us. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there anything else at Nintendo? They didn't show Yoshi, which I thought was weird. Because that's yeah, supposed I that to was weird still too. come out this year. Uh, some people have mentioned maybe it's a Labo tie-in that they're getting together. Because the aesthetic of Yoshi is cut out like it's cardboard. cardboard right? and you can like, you play through the yeah. level and then actually you can play through the back of the level and see yeah. like the backs of buildings and stuff and like do things like that so i could see that i could also see like tokyo game shows coming up right and gamescom mm-hmm. but but like with it being nintendo i could see them maybe just holding off for something because th- the smash community is so like yeah like if i were nintendo and the smash community has been harassing me for a while like mm-hmm. yeah i would probably have a conference very similar to what they did that's just mm-hmm. like I'm going to sit down, I'm going to hit play, and, like, get it, okay. son. Um, the, o- so, the other thing is Nintendo doesn't really structure around things like E3 anymore, because they can just put out a treehouse anytime they want, and yeah. they know they've got a built-in audience who will come back and just watch their totally. their more focused presentations of a single thing, so... Yeah. Yeah, I... Um... I feel like I'm about ready for them to announce, like, it would be, like, the 3DS equivalent of a Zelda game. Oh. And I think that could be, I think, like, A Link Between Worlds and Breath of the Wild, like, something like that could coexist on a platform because sure. they are very different games. Yeah. 
So, um, I don't want maybe spirit tracks, but, uh, a, a bite-sized Zelda, I guess, in comparison to Breath of the Wild, I could deal with that. Um, yeah, Something and like I'm that. sure they've looked at the, at the numbers on how many sort of Zelda-alike games, top-down mm-hmm. or isometric, that they've sold on the Switch, and, yeah. you know, I'm sure those numbers are good enough that they're they're probably like hey, you know if we made a real one right. we'd still we'd still be doing at, at this point though i feel like nintendo's just kind of like it seems like they're kind of picking what they want to work on yeah which they know is that any other core franchises are going to do pretty well like yeah and i think that's a, a nice place for them to be in sure. after the past few years for sure um yeah, yeah they've yeah, they've I, got the platform now like they've got the platform for their stuff totally and, and, and like, it's, it's got an install base like everything's right in place for them to just make the stuff they want and i feel like not to take anything away from kelsey she's definitely a gamer in games but like she's playing the playstation 4 i'm playing the switch mm-hmm. and i'm like the person who's checking polygon and ign and kotaku and like all the things every day to be like what's new yeah yeah my console of choice right now is the switch and i think that's super cool considering we had the wii u and the wii right um which uh i never had a wii but it definitely wouldn't be my go-to sure yeah it would always be just kind of the extra thing just in case yeah like they put out a core game that you happen to you know sky a skyward sword for example Oh yeah, that that fun time we had. Mm-hmm. Oh, Super Mario Party, duh. Oh yes, Obviously. party time. Obviously, um, Super Mario Party. I'm, as soon as I started, saw it flash up on the screen. I had a wave of emotions. I, yes, I texted. Dread. I texted my dear lady wife. Yeah. To let her know the good news. Yeah, I was excited though because I was just like. Because of the good news, yeah. I guess. Yeah. That more content is coming our way. But also, I was like, okay, well, we're not in the same vehicle anymore, which is oh, exciting. Yeah. yeah, it's back to being a real Mario Party board game. And, I don't... And I feel like that could be a fun a fun thing to have on the Switch, because I feel like the Wii U one had some fun games okay. that weren't just, like, insinuating gestures when shaking the Wiimote yeah. and things. Oh, hopefully those are back, um, though. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, come on. They're... <laughs> It's still, it's still a fun game, uh-huh. um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'll probably pick it up against my better judgment. Um, what do you mean, probably? I mean, I'm, I'm That's just like trying a day not to be one must buy. Like, yeah, but I, yeah, like uh, I feel like Nintendo's uh, street or stream, their whatever presentation uh-huh. was. Uh, considerably weak without mentioning Yoshi and Metroid, but like with the Mario joining the thing and with like them doing Treehouse or Directs randomly mm-hmm. throughout the year, I'm like, whatever. Yeah, they also did a exactly. pretty big dump of information like a week before E3. Um, yeah, well, and the tennis game is coming out like in a few days as we're recording yeah. this. So... Which looks very good. You can be a chain chomp. Yeah, I'm. I'm I'm super excited for that to come. I think I'm getting it on Friday here, so cool. I will check it out. Report back. Sweet aces. I, it looks it looks very intense if you play at a high level. So I'm looking forward to playing it by myself and some mixed doubles here at home. And that's about yeah. it. Also, though, I'm I'm not going to pay for that Nintendo online shit. 
Like, unless yeah. a game comes out that you and I want to play together, like, yeah. then I'd pony up, but I'm not, like... Yeah, I, there's... Mm, I... Yeah. Every, everything <laughs> about that just annoys me, so... But, yeah. No, thank you. It is only, like, 20 bucks, the, though. The, the so price like... is right. The price is right, yeah. 20 bucks for a year or whatever it is. But, but like, still. I'm I'm not gonna... I mean, I have... I have Mario and Zelda right now. Those are the only things I have on the Switch. Uh-huh. But, like, I'm not going to play Mario Kart online with people. Uh, Smash, I'm not going to play because I don't want to get destroyed. Right. Um, that doesn't sound like a good time. But, yeah, I don't know. How about... And then you giving me NES games. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. How about Grant Kirkhope, like, on stage directing a little mini band orchestra for the Donkey Kong Country music? Oh, right. For the rabbits thing. Yeah. I thought that was cool as hell. Just as yeah. like a moment. I was like, holy shit, that's really neat. Like, Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah. Um, that looks cool. What is? What else is Ubisoft doing? Uh, well, Division 2. Yeah. Did you play the Division? No. Okay. Because um, I was just like this. I like, I don't. When Nicole plays games, mm-hmm. um, I like a world that's very much different than our own. Uh-huh. And Division 2 is not that much different, because it's New York. Um, Division 2, though, there's some appealing things there. Okay. With the Air Force One being down. Um, I suppose. You're still. Yeah, I don't know, you're... but it looks it looks more interesting, like okay. versus like you running down city blocks in New York. We're here. It's like DC. There seems to be. I don't know that world build. Like in the small clips that I have seen, I'm like okay, but I still don't know if it's the game for me. Like I don't need a rare beanie drop. Like that's okay. not going to pull me in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that game. Uh, I'd probably just put more time in Destiny between that if i had to choose like just the idea like tom clancy obviously it's going to be some sort of right-wing bullshit but like the division in particular pisses me off i think as as much or more than any of them because it's just these cells of you know basically yeah Yeah. that paramilitary who have just been waiting for the right moment and Three or four of them are yeah. the ones who are going to come out and restore law and order and save the world with yep. with their with their shooting, and also the yeah. the choice of choice of enemies is maybe not yeah. maybe not great, not... but yeah, I'm good. I'm good to ignore. Yeah, that. I am. And if I see stuff about it, I'll get a little upset and just kind of be like, yeah, but I'm not going to play that game. And also the people who are playing that game are just playing it for the experience of the shooting and things. But still, like, not not me, man. Uh, Ubisoft, is that Rage 2? Andrew WK's Rage 2? That's Bethesda. Oh, that's Bethesda. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Are you excited for Andrew WK's Rage 2? I'm excited that Andrew WK is... In Rage 2. He seemed excited probably. about it. Yeah. <laughs> he seemed very ready. happy and ready to party. He seemed um, very upbeat about Rage 2. I um, I had no interest in that game. Rage looked boring to me. I'm actually now interested in Rage 2 quite so, a bit. It looks dumb. 
like it looks like they're tr- it, it, look it looks like they're trying hard which can yeah. can go wrong but also the parts i saw i was like oh that's that's good enough for me i'll i'll give that one a shot like yeah it doesn't post-apocalyptic like punks doesn't really do it for me um like the aesthetic i was just kind of like yeah next you never really got into borderlands either nope yeah see i and I love Borderlands and Rage Two. Yeah, I I'm keep just wanting to give... like mm, maybe, maybe. Um, <laughs> but I actually I can't remember if it was on Polygon or Kotaku, and I feel bad that I don't know um, or who the writer was. But they actually went to it's Avalanche, right? Oh, who's doing? Who's the yeah, developer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they were like, "Hey, I'm going to check out Rage 2. And the reporter had issues with the first Rage. Uh, in the depiction of enemies because I guess in the first one the heroes were very like good looking and the villains were very like mutinous uh huh mutant mutant esque um, mutated and had yeah and had like hair lips and oh. like he's like I have this oh, like yeah. so um and it was uh I, the the article was just him being like yo like this makes me uncomfortable because like I identify with these mutants who are very I mean, they're portrayed ugly and the other, and they're bad Mm -hmm. and we kill them, yet they don't look that much different than me. I mean, they're like caricatures of it. Sure. And the developer was like, whoever they talked to, they were like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. And they're like... (laughs) That's that's crazy that they never thought of it, but that's a sign of the times, probably. Yeah, and they were like, like, they're like, we're so sorry. Like... They're like, we didn't even... Because, like, I mean, it, it is, like, an exaggerated, like, face mm-hmm. cut thing. Right. Um, but they were like, oh, shit. Like, we didn't think of that. They're like, thank you for... Like, they had a really... Like, in the art... I'll, figure, I'll find out mm-hmm. who, it was, who it was. But it was, like... Obviously, the developer or the press person was, like, caught very much off guard. But, like, ended up having kind of, like, a little earnest discussion. Um, and I guess, like, the heroes in this game aren't so pristine in their good looks. Like, they are weathered yeah. and everything. Which I think, in general, is probably a step in the right direction for building a cohesive world. Because you're not going to have, like, look at my sexy, cool people who will save the day. And then, like, everyone else has quadruple limbs or whatever. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, but, I, yeah, I, after seeing that, I was just like, well, I didn't think of that. And they are making like very much like conscious decisions in other spaces of how they're building out this world. So I was like, cool, huh. interesting. And the reporter was like, you know, like, like I, they, they're like, I didn't realize like having like what relief that would be if someone just recognizing that like the other they're creating is like a caricature of like how I feel or how I felt when I was younger, uh-huh. and then for them to recognize that and like see the flaw and they're like yeah i'll probably play rage 2 now just because like one the game looks cool Mm -hmm. but like i don't feel so ostracized from this thing because of this conversation we had and i was like i was like that's cool yeah yeah it's 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 neat when people like recognize are human yeah yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's weird um can we uh okay let's go Okay, let's talk about human. Let's, huh? Let's talk about um, the Last of Us Two. Okay, all right. I'm just I'm gonna jump in. I've not played um, the Last of Us, so I neither have I. I picked it up. Uh, it was on an E3 sale for ten bucks, so I now have the PS4 up 
up-res version or whatever, and I'm going yeah. to play it. Cool. I also am going to pick it up and play it. I've been very much against it. Same. Uh, but but Kelsey made the point of, like, one, Naughty Dog, they are great storytellers and world builders. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. But then her conversation was like, hey, if we talk about video games, The Last of Us is part of such a contemporary conversation in the zeitgeist of, like, yeah. what video games are. And I was just like, meow, 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 shut up. Yeah. Um, totally, like, not receptive. But I think, I think that's right. Like, mm -hmm. it's not a game that I want. Like, I don't want plant zombies. I don't want dark narratives um i think they're but... mushroom zombies to be fair well i do love mushrooms so that's pulling me back in um but yeah i was just like whatever but then um i got your text of the church of sony and i was just like whatever uh -huh. but i had already seen um a, a teaser image of like the lights like it wasn't the kiss uh-huh in, in the demo, but it was, like, the setting Just the stage of, like, that. this is, like, yeah. a, a space, a party or something. Mm -hmm. So when we got to the Church of Sony at E3, I was like, oh, shit. They, rec like, I in my head, I was like, did they recreate the space? And then as it transitioned into that uh -huh. demo, I was like, aw, yeah. Yeah, I, I hadn't. So I was like, what the fuck is happening yeah. here? Like, yeah. when they started in that area, I was like, this is the dumbest damn thing ever. And right. And then, like, it quickly turned me around, so. Yeah, I, um, I think my favorite part of that is, well, one, the gameplay also looks fantastic. It does look pretty I'm gonna, Yeah. I'm gonna focus on the kiss, though. Um, so, just, I follow... Just mechanically... Let's ignore the context of the kiss and everything and who was doing it. Yeah. But, like, just mechanically, yeah. that was the best-looking kiss I've ever seen in a it's video a game. Like, yeah. Like it, it was so It good. looked real close to a real kiss. And I was so, like, man, they got some they got some lip mocap going on there. Like, they yeah, had so, so many dots I read an on article. Lips. Like, I want I want to say it was on Gama Sutra. Uh-huh. I could be wrong, but it, I read an article that was just uh, about how Naughty Dog had to capture that moment. Uh -huh. Was it was it of... Andy Circus kissing his hand? No, oh. Jesus! <laughs> what, my precious? <laughs> um, but uh, oh my god, I'm spacing on their names. Yeah, uh, I follow them on Twitter now. I was already following uh, the lady who is Ellie, mm -hmm. um, but I followed Dina who the other chick is okay. but the uh, the lady her bio on twitter she's like i move and sound a lot like dina from the last of us too <laughs> yeah and i was just like well you are her yeah. um but uh so they had like a whole like you know mocap rig on them but that prevented them from getting close to each other uh-huh so they had to stand like close but adjacent to so like offset and then they had the dots all over their face and so they had to i'm assuming they had to kiss the air slowly but they like they still had to stand close enough so they could get like posture and positioning uh -huh. in relation to each other right man yeah that's intense it, it really worked yeah, like, um, I guess it took, like, three days yeah. to, like, capture this thing and then, like, to get the the scenario, like, established and how they could film it. Um, but I think that's very cool to put that much effort into a relatively, like, tiny moment. Yeah. I mean, it's probably, like, a significant moment in the story. For sure, but it's, yeah. But as, if you think of that, like, five seconds compared to... yeah the hours you'll spend in the game um 
I think that's very cool from like a production standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Ellie's cool. She has a tattoo. Uh, she wears a pod shirt. I identify with her very much <laughs> yeah. in this scenario. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, there was a lot of like, when we watched it in the house, a lot of clapping and howling and yelling, <laughs> get it. Nice. <laughs> and uh just saying nice nice yeah, nice yeah and um, then like 30 seconds later like oh my god oh no oh that's oh god <laughs> that's a lot of blood yeah, that, oh god that violence looks pretty intense so yeah, yeah that's and i hear that's how the last of us yeah in the first one is too. right exactly um, but i think there's also like kelsey was like you should just watch it and i was just like no like if i watch it then i'm gonna see the blood and i'm gonna see the things versus me playing yeah, you it should play it it's a game. Like, yeah, and, you know, like, empathy and apathy and sympathy and all those things, like, I don't, like, if I'm gonna watch the game, I, I would rather just play it and then I'm in control of the anxiety a little bit. It will probably be higher, mm-hmm. but at least it's me pushing that narrative forward and, like, you know, if I don't want to trigger that next, next cutscene, like, I can, I can wait, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm gonna play it. I'm it's when you like you know those feelings when you're like i'm not doing that yeah and then now you're gonna do it mm-hmm. like i'm a little grumpy about well it. i i was out because of zombies like it was it was yeah. that simple to me um i i'm willing to go ahead and do the zombie thing now so i think it'll yeah. be worthwhile uh what was the ghost ghost of tsushima that was a cool demo i thought that yeah. looked really neat i'm I, I'm interested in playing that game. It it looks absolutely yeah. beautiful. Yes, I'm maybe a little less enthusiastic about it now that I've seen the gameplay that we have seen mm-hmm. compared to what they showed last year. Okay. Um, only because it made me think of a game that I'm spacing on that was on my PlayStation 2. Okay. Uh, it's not coming to me. But I'll think about well, it. It's not Bushido uh, Blade because that was on PlayStation One, and that would have you excited to play it. Yeah, but it had it a little Bushido bit Blade. of Bushido Blade in like that. They did some timed hits that were one-hit kills on enemies, yeah. which I thought looked really cool. And then they had a similar enemy where they just kind of mashed and hack and slashed them, and it took about mm-hmm. three or four hits to take them down. So I was like, if yeah. they can get that down. In the style yeah. of a game that I'm currently playing that we'll talk about later. Then I also I'm Also, I don't know how I feel about what is it? The main character speaks English and then the uh, like the others like is it Mongols? The Mongols speak another language that's not translated or the reverse? Like I don't know. It oh, okay. just like was this weird like frag like it jarred me in the demo because mm-hmm. I was just like, Why are you speaking you should be speaking two different languages, but one of the ones isn't right. Like, well, something's off. Yeah, and one of their English was really stilted in a way that was almost like a stereotype. Like, it was it yeah. was not great in a lot of yeah. ways, but also that game's going to be fully voiced in Japanese with subtitles. Cool. And that, Th- that's, I'm into that's that. That's how then. I'll be playing it anyway. So, yeah. I, you know. I just wish they, they would have shown more because I'm not, I was just like, yeah, okay. Like, the. Because. Because I saw this one after, what is it? Uh, oh god, I don't know what it's called. Uh, Shadows Die Twice. Sekiro. Yeah, that yes, was what it, I am... Yes. That, 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 yep. 
that's the one that grabbed me. And then when I saw Samurai Man, I was like, okay, mm. you're spending a lot of time walking around with your horse. Yeah, very different because Ghosts is not going to be. I mean, they've said it's not going to be supernatural at all. Like yeah. it's just a story. Um, I, we'll have to see if that's really the yeah. case. Whereas Sekiro is going to be just straight up demons and shit yeah. at some point. So you've, it looks cool. You've got a grappling hook that's like the it, bones of your arm or some shit. Like it is. It's whispering sweet nothings into my my tenchu bone. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounded wrong. I'm sorry. It wasn't supposed to be weird. Um, Looking up, kids. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, that, yeah, it looks real good. Yep. Yep. Super excited. I mean, and it's, it's the next From franchise, so. Yeah. They're also making a Neo 2, apparently, which seems really fast after Neo, Mm. but, uh, you know, as long as we're, as long as we're in this space of these kinds of games, yeah, I didn't. I didn't play the first one, but I wanted to. I'm not a I, I, a Dark Souls person yet, but I feel like if Nicole could find a rhythm, Nicole would really like the rhythm. Oh, yeah. I'll bet Sekiro will be a little closer to maybe what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. We can take a we can take a quick aside to the game I'm currently playing with mm. all my spare time right now which is Bloodborne and I'm taking Oh yes, I saw that the other I'm day. I'm taking a much more sort of um relaxed approach. I'm I'm trying I'm trying to take time and smell the roses in that game a little bit more. I don't think you want to smell those. Yes, you do. Uh it's it's got so many little nooks and crannies that if you're just kind of rushing from boss to boss, which is the only way I've played it in the past, um, you yeah. kind of miss a lot. But, like, taking your time, doing some exploring, mm-hmm. things like that, there's just so much little texture and things to find in the game. that. Uh, yeah. I haven't played Bloodborne. We have it. I missed Kelsey playing it the one time she tried to play it and then got mad at it. The game's... The game... Um, the first boss is difficult particularly yeah. if you don't there's there's an item you can use on the first boss that helps a lot like you still have to learn how to play to beat him yeah. but that's still the boss I, I haven't finished the game but mm-hmm. I've beaten a, a good handful of the bosses and the ones who yeah. you know like according to the internet are some of the more challenging ones he's still the one that gave me the most fits yeah. every time so my bloodborne experience is through waypoint and mm-hmm. uh monster factory okay so yeah oh, i've seen right. a bit of it yeah not a whole lot but yeah and it, it really opens up cool. a little bit later too you're able to kind of pick and choose where you want to go and there are you know it it's definitely more than that first constrained hallway of an, a first area. There, there are a couple of branches and they're small, right. but after a while you're like, okay, well, I can go look around all these different places. Mm-hmm. So. That game, Should we, that uh, game's super fun. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think it's pretty, that's pretty much the consensus around the world, but. Yeah, uh, I want to, I think I want to play that and then I want to try to play Dark Souls 3. Oh, okay. Yeah. If if Bloodborne goes well. Yeah. Because I hear that that's a good, like, introduction to those jazzes. Cool. 
Cool. So we'll see. Yeah. Half my stuff's packed up, so I don't know. Let's see. What else? Oh. Uh, sh- you. Should we? Should we what? I, I don't, what are you? Uh, I've been avoiding the the big one. Okay, well let's uh, let's work yeah, toward you, the big one. Um, Nightcall and Neocab. Um, Nightcall is a French uh, film noir inspired taxicab narrative game. Okay. Neocab is a cyberpunk dystopian taxicab game, narrative taxicab game. So that's sort of our Armageddon Deep Impact for 2018-19 whenever these games come out. But Neocab has a sort of a Valhalla VA11, you know, the bartending Ooh, yeah, yeah. thing. It it has that sort of vibe, I thought, in the I think the concept of that is like you're the last human cab driver. And all the others are self-driving cars, and mm-hmm. and you're in trouble. There's trouble. Yeah, um, I like this. Nightcall has has a real has a striking visual style and some some neat uh, music. Cool. It seemed like, and also a sort of detective uh, cab driver mystery kind of situation. So I like all these words. Yeah. So how much synthwave? Um, I th- think probably Neocab was a lot. I, d- I think Nightcall had a different style to the music. I don't remember exactly. Okay. Actually, you know what? Okay. Maybe Nightcall, it might have had sort of a Kavinsky vibe to it a mm. little bit now that I'm thinking back. I'd have to watch the trailers okay. again. I just remember both of them. I haven't more. seen these. I'll have to check both of them out. Yeah, they, they both look like, uh, I don't know shorter like i say narrative based games but yeah. they, they looked cool at least um yeah. was your big one beyond good and evil too no okay me neither so but yeah, i'm well, very was, excited for beyond good and evil too i haven't even checked it out i was just like i next like really yeah i didn't okay. play the first one that's fine i You'll remember fine seeing it. it yeah i don't know i just feel like there's a lot of weight around it right now and like people are like go 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 but it's not um it's not grabbing me so it's just kind of like cool it could it could be great i'm just we're not there yet so i'm just kind of like i think it looks great i like the premise of it which i don't know if you she's younger right it's but you're not you're not playing you're not playing any of the characters that you've seen in those trailers like you're not playing any of the named big characters the the conceit is that they've come to this like solar system or this area of the universe and there weren't very many of them so every buddy that you see basically is a clone that's drawing from a limited number of sort of gene banks and that's why they have like pig people and monkey people and stuff like that is that that's where some of the clone seed and so like you're basically picking as you create your character you're picking one of those clone families which i'm assuming is sort of like a class or 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 whatever the equivalent of like that's going to give you kind of your job and skill elements or something Mm -hmm. like that maybe that's speculation but why else would you do that because like in that world like you like 
your gene print or whatever, whatever clone you're deriving from, that basically yeah. forces you into a job. So, like, the monkey people are miners. Mm-hmm. And your character, though, is one of the people who have rebelled and escaped from that. So, like, it's, you know, it's basically they're creating clone clone slaves, but you've broken okay. out of it. And most of the people that you're seeing, I think, in all those cutscenes and the, the cinematics and stuff that they're showing are going to be, yeah. it seems like, NPCs in the world. Cool. And so you're going okay. to be, you're going to be a part of that world and probably an important one because it's a video game, but, you know. Right, but, right. But you're not Jade. And also, that doesn't necessarily have to be the Jade, because everybody's a damn clone. Sure. So it could just be... All right. It, you know, she could be the prime Jade, of which the original Beyond Good and Evil is was herself a rebel, you know? Like, right. maybe she was like, no, fuck this, I'm gonna go be a photographer. Because that's what I was... I was like, wait, I don't remember running around as a badass with a sword very much in Beyond Good and Evil. Like, right. I remember riding in a boat and taking pictures of stuff. Like, yeah, it just seems very ambitious, and I don't yeah. have like the the footing to know what it was before. So I'm just like overwhelmed by it from afar. Where I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. It looks far but more that sounds ambitious really cool. than the original game. The original game had neat ideas, like it had a cool yeah. world. And it had neat ideas, and it had that kind of Pokemon Snap, you know. Mm. I'm going to take fatal, I mean, fatal Frame, I'm going to take pictures of shit mechanic, which is yeah. great. But but this, yeah. looks, this looks more like an open world. Like, people who have seen it in action were like, the character got into a ship and basically No Man's Sky style took off into the sky and just went somewhere, like... Cool. Like, in a way that you could foresee being able to do that you know right. in the game and just I sort like of that. pick your direction now whether that whether that's at the expense mm-hmm. of narrative you know whether they make it open world and just give you a bunch of fucking fetch quests and dots on the map right like a ubisoft game maybe maybe that's not great but the possibility there yeah. seems like it could be really special so i'm i'm cool. quite excited for that one all right, Metal Wolf Chaos. Here it is, the big game. Everybody's. I was been... gonna say Donut County. Donut <laughs> County, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I am gonna buy Metal Wolf Chaos. I have to know. It's a good name. I have to know. It's it's such a like legendary video game that I never like when it came out. I was not importing games, yeah. so. Is it, are you just a mech walking around and exploding a bunch of stuff? I think you're, I think you're a mech piloted by not George Bush. And the premise is that not Dick Cheney has staged a coup d'etat of the United States. This was made during the Bush administration. Oh, and very so subtle, I see. not Dick Cheney has staged a coup d'etat and you as not George Bush have to don your presidential mech suit to fight such enemies as evil Statue of Liberty. Um, so, okay. Yeah. This sounds very it's, good. Yeah. And uh, it explains why Dan Reichert was so excited. Very exciting. About exciting. It. Voice acting. Yeah. 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 It seems like it could have been a Metal Gear game. Yeah. <laughs> but just somebody else thought of it first. 
Yeah, yeah. So. Oh yeah, Death Stranding. Meh. All right, I had to mention it. <sighs> it interested still to know what the hell that game is. So, but I'm I actually like maybe, the idea of walking around a lot. Yeah, with like a weird mummy strapped to your back. Yeah, like that was strange. I'm actually more interested in it now. But I don't know actually how interested I am because no. of the creepy ghost monster thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I want to be able to sleep, and I also don't want my anxiety to be like perpetually triggered. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty but interested I, in that game for no yeah. real reason. Like I don't have. I like. Like it looks cool, and that's about it. I just like, like him walking, yeah. like and moving packages. I'm like, this is actually like I'm into this. Yeah. Like also. Also, there's still that baby giving you the thumbs up. Like, and the butt. Thumbs up fetus, yeah. And the butt. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. Um... Yeah, so Cyberpunk looks good. Yeah. How... How excited is, uh... The rest of your household for this game um, based on Witcher 3 lineage? Very excited. Yeah. Um, it is, uh, I want to say it was like Alex Navarro, someone on Twitter mm -hmm. that said that they wanted the aesthetic of cyberpunk 2077 to just be like fire hosed at them constantly. Mm -hmm. Um, which I agree. It's gorgeous. I'm interested to see, like they didn't show any of the gameplay. Right. I know that people got to see gameplay. Yeah. Got to see a good chunk of it. It sounded like, yeah. And, and like a good slice of just like, we're just going to kind of play rather than having yeah. these set pieces and stuff. And so and they so they they actually spent a good bit of time diving into me menus and like mm -hmm. loadouts and stuff. Did you see it? No, I didn't see it, but I um, You just heard them talk about yeah, it. Yeah, Waypoint spent a good hour plus talking about, cool. you know, they probably spent more cool. time talking about it than they actually spent watching it. But yeah. like they said that they, you know, they went into menus, they went into a lot of like little conversation moments and stuff like that to sort of mm -hmm. see how those things would play out and, and things like that. So it, it sounded yeah, like I, they've got the, the makings of a good game and they're only going to spend more time fleshing it out and making it bigger. Yeah. You know, in the, when they said that the, the demo was as long as it was, I was like, Oh, I was like, they have like, I mean, they this game has been in development for a while, mm -hmm. but you would assume also a lot of that is just world building. But it sounds like they have a pretty good chunk of it, and they're just making it even yeah. more. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really, I, I want that. I want everything about it. I love it. Um, yeah, I still haven't played The Witcher 3 because it annoyed me the last time I tried to get into it, but yeah. it's still there for me. Like, I can yeah. still jump in I, and, and do that anytime, so... I I don't I told Kelsey that I did not really want to play The Witcher, but I'd be willing to play it if we streamed it together. Oh, um, which would just be me making sandwich jokes uh -huh. and being like, I was like, it would be called Witch Witch, a Witcher story, oh. um, because she's so passionate about it. It would I think it would be nice to potentially because I know there's people out there that are in similar boats as us as we're like. Well, we get it. That's fancy. You love it, but it's not appealing. But I could see it being something I could enjoy. But I'm just—I'd rather play it with someone who's really passionate yeah. about the thing and is excited about it. Because I think that would get me excited, even if I'm not like, yeah. yeah. I Geralt. I think when I play it, I'll really love it. I just—I tried last time, and it wasn't an open world. 
And I was like, yeah. I, I thought it was an open world. I, I was excited for that kind of game. It didn't give me that. Mm-hmm. So I think I just ended up playing Fallout 4 again. But like... Yep, that's exactly what But I, mean. I think if now that I know yeah. next time, that's the, yeah. that's the time. Yeah. There's um, a guy who actually does Witcher cosplay. His handle, I believe, is Maul. Like Darth Maul. Oh, yeah. Maul cosplay. Is that that one lady? Um, is that that one girl's dad? Maybe. From Solo? Okay. Maybe. Yeah. I like... Did you read that article? I don't know. Yeah, I must have. Yeah. Because um, I, I haven't... Like, this is a dumb I, I haven't seen Solo, but I know that that girl in Solo is Darth Maul's daughter now, so... Yeah, I... That's speculation, and I'm like, I don't know, she's too cool. <laughs> but, um... But, uh... Yeah, like... This guy is a Witcher cosplay. He does, like, uh, Joel from The Last of Us and does, like, some Final Fantasy things. Mm -hmm. Um, But he does The Witcher, and then he showed up at E3 as V from Cyberpunk. And his girlfriend was the female version of V, because whatever, he's been working with... He works with CD Projekt. I was going to say, he must have some real inside track on that, but... Yeah. yeah, so he had, like, the jacket with, like, the cool collar, fuck and he had, yeah. like, pistols, and, and, like, the glowing, like, glowing back jacket, mm. and I was just like, fuck, yeah. I want to be you! Oh, man, that glowing jacket. Like... I want that car, I, feel like, I want everything. I feel like CD Projekt Red could just, after this, get out of video games completely and just sell those jackets. Yes! And, like, they'd be like... Get into fashion! Yeah, they'd be the new Atari. That would be their speaker hat. Yeah, the thing that, it, the but thing better. that changed them for... Well... Because I mean, there would be a jacket with speakers and the oh, collar yeah, with okay. the lights. Yeah, so, if it <laughs> so you still got music. <laughs> that jacket with the speaker hat. Yeah, I just... Yeah, I... Cyberpunk, like, yep. the animation of the text at the beginning. I also forgot and was told and remembered that it was a tabletop game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shit, why haven't I played this tabletop game? Because I totally forgot that there old. was that association. Yeah. Yeah, but also, whatever. Yeah. Also, whatever you know. Yeah, whatever. I got a new D and D book for my birthday. Ooh. Yeah, Volo's Guide to Monsters. It's not the newest book or anything, but I had it on my wish list. Somebody picked it up for me. I was excited to read. Cool. Read a neat D and D book again. So, I um, did. I think in January I joined a D and D group. We had one thing. My friend and I riffed really well off of each other. Um, then she just moved to California and so that fell apart. And then I was invited to join another D and D group the other day. And then, um, I, I may have made someone angry and now I'm not in that D&D group. Uh, you're uninvited. <laughs> I'm uninvited. I was invited to the chat group and then removed. Oh boy. Yep. Yeah. Oops. So that's E5. Yeah, E5, I think, was good this year. I feel like last year I was just like, oh, what? Or two years ago? Two years ago. Because they were showing uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. I feel like yeah. that that year was very good. Because we got Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. that year as well. Um, and But this year was good. It was solid. Nothing. Yeah. I didn't leave feeling deflated just because, like, Nintendo was maybe... Well, actually, E3s... Or E3s... Sorry, EA's press conference, I think, was the worst one. Um, and Microsoft came out swinging. We forgot to mention them, but they had some great, like, yeah. world premieres. They, and they had a lot of stuff. stuff. They didn't... 
Which is what they needed. I mean, there's nothing on there that's exclusive that I'm interested in other than Forza Horizon, I think, looks really cool, but I'm not going to... Britain. I'm probably not going to do it on my PC unless... I'll tell you what, if I can do Game Pass without an Xbox One and yeah. it's on Game Pass, I might spend the ten bucks to play some Forza Horizon. Or at least yeah. get the I or don't... at least get the free trial when that comes out and yeah. like, screw around with it and just see how it works. But I think but... I think that like this press conference is what Microsoft needed. Yeah, just a bunch of just because, quantity. Because of... what yeah, because what did they have previously? Nothing. Yeah. Like, I don't know the last time... Well, my Xbox One just turns on randomly by itself all the time. Um, but still mostly... So, it was still mostly third-party stuff that's going to be on everything. Totally. So, you know, Yeah, but at least they ha- they were the ones to announce it, though, because I have, like, a bunch of people are like, oh, yeah, because Microsoft said that thing, yeah. so... Yeah. It's a good psychological tool. I thought the Square... I see Mr. I thought the Square Spencer. Enix thing was bad, but it was just because it was, like... 15 minutes or whatever and they just had a video and hit play and that was it so it was yeah. like mm, that was that sucked yeah but. yeah but dragon quest 11 sign me okay up. cool yeah sea of solitude Games that was on good. the ea thing that looked what sea of solitude oh yeah that also looks very cool yeah. so i'm um, with emotions and yeah that's a that's a couple of uh couple ea things potentially i could get into strangely yeah. enough so I didn't think theirs was that bad. I just I, I thought, was like their presentation was just like, oh god, why are you making these developers who clearly like don't want to be on stage? Yeah, like they were very nervous. Like I just like I had so much like compassion mm-hmm. for the woman talking about Sia Solitude because she was like super flustered, and I'm like, oh baby girl, you got this. Oh yeah, but she was really excited to talk about her game. Yeah, yeah. Like, I thought that was cool, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I don't know, E3 was good. E5, maybe better. Yeah, maybe a little Succinct. bit. Yeah, exactly. Succinct. We can we can get all this, get through all this. I'm seeing if there's anything else I have jotted down. Oh, uh, Dead or Alive. We should have probably transitioned to that from, from the tits out part. That had clothed, the tits that out. Had clothed females in that Dead or Alive trailer. Yeah, I'm, but what's her face is still the same. I'm, I'm sure that... Um, I'm sure all the others will be paid DLC because that's what they do now. It's just, I think, like I think to get all of Dead or Alive, the newest one, all the mm-hmm. DLC, it's probably a thousand bucks. Phantom Doctrine is a cool XCOM looking game that's set in like a Cold War setting, yeah. and it's got a lot of like sneaking and espionage type of shit. So it sort of looked like sort of maybe midway between. XCOM and Invisible Ink, which I'm, mm, I'm okay. totally down for. There's that somehow made me think of the Wolfenstein, where you play as B.J. Blazkowicz's daughters, oh, twin daughters yeah. in the '80s, right? Which sounds super neat. Yeah, I am also interested in that, but I haven't played that new Wolfenstein either because shooting a dog. So yeah, that's yeah. so yeah. Has also we'll stopped me. I'm like yeah. So we'll see if that ever happens. There's a Lovecraft-looking game. There are a couple of them, actually. There's a new Call of Cthulhu that I don't know anything about. There's a. There's also one called like, the Sinking City or the Sunken City. I don't. I'm not sure mm-hmm. on the title of it. Oh yeah, but that's yeah, yeah. A, I know what you're It's about. a Frogware game, so it's going to be kind of janky and fucked up in some ways. But it also looks cool, like it's a kind of detective 
like murdered soul suspect kind of mm-hmm. story with a bunch of fish people. So super excited. It's set in Innsmouth, so all yeah. my all my fellow Lovecraft heads will know what that means, and we'll see. Uh, but Lovecraft, but that should be fun. Yeah. yeah, real excited for lots more Lovecraft shit all the um, time. Big announcement: oh. uh, Toad's Treasure Tracker oh, this year. Yeah, Captain Toad. Yes. Yeah, Sir Captain Toad's Treasure. He didn't tracker. spend four years in the Toad Army to right. be Mister Toad. Mister, I don't know how long it takes. I don't know either, <laughs> but. That's a very good game, and I'm glad they're redoing. Like they're bringing. I'm, it back. I'm looking forward to, to getting a chance to play that. I think it. Mm-hmm. I think it looks neat. I think it'll translate to a handheld screen quite well. Yes, I also. Agree. So. But yeah, E five. E five, put another one in the books. Yes. If you made it this far, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you did it. Wow, our, um, our stream held up, too. Somehow. Yeah. Don't jinx it! Knock on wood. Yeah. Well, look, um, we're, we're 100 and some minutes in now, so... Yeah. But uh, thank you for listening. Yes. Um, the street, our podcasting may be slightly irregular still because of um, yeah. Bars and Caves relocating yep. and weird internet and construction and air compressors running on people's balconies. Yes. Um, but uh, we're here. We're in it to win it. Um, yeah. E5. Huzzah. See you next time. Jumbo. Jumbo. Jumbo.